Welcome to More Than Motherhood, the podcast. We are your hosts, Chloe Ferrari, Kaylin Painter, and Chloe Gretsch. This is a podcast where we discuss all things motherhood and our lives outside it. We are here to remind you that you are so many beautiful things. You are more than just a mum. That's going to sound so out of sync. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! Oh, she's done it again. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> I'm going to start making like a full-on episode about me hitting a microphone. If we had nicknames, mine would be Burp and yours would be... <laughs> yours would be... Hitty Yeah, Mike Hitter. Ching, ching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, we are back again and it's kind of dull vibes here tonight because this is coming to you live. I just realised my account's been banned, my TikTok. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, no, but it's that, funny. that noise that came through, it's, it's not. It's, oh, it's frustrating. Do you know what, though, on a serious note, how infuriating is it that you every third video you see on TikTok is like boobies, bikinis, mm-hmm. dicks through shorts? Like yep. I did not post anything like that, nothing. I literally wrote I just watched. link in bio. With a spicy, with a, with with a spicy, spicy, that's it. Someone did just say that it's because I wrote B-I-O and not B exclamation mark O, like which makes sense but at the same time, like boobies are boobies. But it's not TikTok. <laughs> but it's not TikTok bio. It was Instagram bio. Like what, did TikTok just magically appear in your TikTok bio to have a look at what you've got in there? So I don't think so. Rude. Even though I just saw someone's armadillo through their tracksuit pants. <laughs> I know you were just saying that before too. <laughs> I literally, you, you weren't saying it to me. You were like saying it to yourself. You're like, is that a penis? <laughs> it was staring at me. <laughs> um, and he did it like three times. And then you got old mates shaking their ass 24-7. So like, I don't see the issue really. Mm, well, here we are. So Dull vibes. But we're going to hit some of your questions that, you guys asked on NGL and we've got quite a fair amount to get through. How exciting and I just can't hide it. Little singing intro there for you because I'm sad. Oh, that was a good note right there, that sad Thank note. You. That was a good I one. wonder if it'll sound good listening back to it. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, man. Let's go. All right. First one being... I have an extreme fear of not being able to have children, but it's so bad I get nightmares about it. Do you have any advice? Mm, I think that's something that needs to be discussed with a professional. Yeah, because I don't, I don't really have anything for that because I had trouble conceiving. But I don't know. I didn't really stay up at night thinking about it. Like, yes, I got upset, but I think it's, it's definitely worth talking to your doctor. Mm-hmm about getting some insight in with that. Yep. Okay, this one's a bit a bit deeper. I feel bad because I got pregnant without trying when my two closest friends were trying hard too. They both did have babies. I feel like they slightly resent that it was so easy for me. I actually can relate. I can relate to this because when I fell pregnant with Margot, which she was an accident baby, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I had a friend at the time who I'm still really close with. She was just starting to, I guess, discover that she maybe had some issues. And we used to talk about babies 24 seven. 
Um, And then when I fell pregnant with Mallory, I had, you know, spoken with her about previous issues that she was having. I won't disclose them on here, but I'd known about her struggles and whatnot. So when I found out that I was pregnant with Mallory, I, I, I didn't actually tell her for a while when she was the first person that I wanted to tell because I didn't want to kind of, yeah, like make her upset or yeah, resentful, anything like that. I think it's a normal and natural feeling to have when that person is going through that. I don't know. Going on to the other side of it, you obviously had tr- like some some trouble conceiving. But I think it just comes down to they're your friends at the end of the day. They ended up having babies. You're all in the same boat. You're all still friends. Mm-hmm. So I think just talking about it with them and just asking them about their feelings, if that's how you're feeling, then they should tell you how they're feeling. I, I don't think they're going to resent you for having babies yeah because everybody's at different stages in their life as well yeah agreed and I and I also think like just because they may have those feelings even for a minute it doesn't mean that they're not happy for you and you've all got little bubbers now and I assume you're all having little play dates which is good oh Kaylin this one's for you (laughs) you ready Mm -hmm. just found out the morning after pill didn't work 11 month old baby already partner just gone out field for 2.5 weeks posted to no location where i have no support and completely alone no idea what to do i am so sorry that the morning after pill failed you that is awful and it was literally my worst fear I think that um, if you're really wanting to discuss it with him, and I'm assuming that he's in defence because he's going away to an unknown location, you can contact Mm -hmm. his battalion and get in contact with, um, I believe, the Padre or um, I sound like I know what I'm talking about but I have no idea, um, the duty officer, and they can get in contact with Mm -hmm. him um, because I would consider that an emergent. See, I would. Yeah, I'd definitely be bringing that up. Yeah, so there is ways of getting in contact with them and if you feel that that's the only support that you're going to have is is from him, um, then I would definitely try and get in contact with the duty officer for his unit. I'm looking at Chloe like, am I saying the right thing? I think I am. I think so. Well, we're we're Air Force over here, so we're completely different to Army and I assume going outfield is an Army thing because we don't do that, Mm -hmm. Air Force. It is. Oh, this is nice. I love this podcast so much. I'm a mother of three. You've all made me realize I'm not alone in my thoughts. Is your podcast a seasonal thing or continuous? Now, I think this is kind of something we need to discuss because we haven't really Mm. decided if we're going to do seasons or if we're just going to do continuous because we might have a break over Christmas, that sort of thing. But we're definitely here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't have an end date in mind. No. No, this is like our little vent space as well. We actually enjoy getting on here and venting and talking to each other. So, all right, this is a good one because both you and I have followings and this is what it's based on. Hardest part about parenting in the social media eye? That everything that you do is wrong (laughs) or... And judged. Or you're just a child exploiter. (laughs) Yes, literally, like there's no win-win situation. I'm so careful with what I post on the internet because I've had people come for me because I post the girls in big bows and apparently it's affecting their hearing and I'm like, just back off. It's just for a photo, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> come on. Like, I, I, 
I I take such offense to being called like a child exploiter or like why yeah. are you exploiting your children? And Chloe F actually ta- uh, said this to me when I was really upset the first couple times, which was there's a difference between your children appearing in your content and uh, exploiting your children for content. Like, yes, I yes. think I think it's such a rubbish thing to say to just any any old who posts their their children online because yeah. it takes away from the seriousness of real child exploitation. And yeah, can I add I agree. that I've slowed down from posting my children because I've been called a child exploiter so much and mm-hmm. now I'm being told, why aren't you posting more of your children? Like you literally cannot win. <laughs> you can't win. You can't win. And like there were times where I'd be breastfeeding Elena and I'd post those photos and i had people, why are you posting this? It's disgusting. Yeah. That's something that you need to post at home. But no, it's not. Like what are you going to say to somebody that's breastfeeding in public? Go fuck. They're the ones that's who would how, give that's how I deal looks. with it. Oh. I literally out every single person on my story. So, like, if you mean to me, just expect to be on my story later that day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I don't block out names. I just exploit you. <laughs> I, 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 blo- I block out names. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Sorry. If they're being mean, they deserve to have their name out there. I think that's fair enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Not a cue, but loving this podcast, 10 weeks postpartum. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> this one makes me giggle every time I like read the first line. Calling him daddy whilst going at it, but now that he's a dad, it's weird. It's so <laughs> fucking weird. Can't say I've called Luke daddy. Maybe I'll try it. Mm. Maybe I'll try Look, it. Next, I never next, called next. Michael daddy prior to children, but like <laughs> I can't say to Margot like, oh, go and give daddy a hug without saying just gross popping in my mind. So thanks <laughs> everyone for that. Side note, would love to hear pros plus cons on what people think about going from one kid to two plus, looking to have a second but unsure if it's going to be way too hard. Little one is 3.5 months. It's such a Maybe hard we could do a topic. thing to explain, I feel, because yeah. you just don't have time. Like I feel like for me yeah. anyway, that first child really tricked me into thinking that I could do it again. Yes, they're such angels. Yeah, but then you, you, you don't realise that you do still have to look after the other child as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, how far apart are Margie and Mallory? At 22 months. Yeah, see, so we're 20 months mm. over here. So we're pretty similar. Yeah. But, like, I found that first maybe two, three months of them being together, that was probably the hardest for me. Yeah, agreed. It was hell. Agreed. It was hell. I think I cried almost, like, every second yeah, day. Yeah, same. Not even a joke. Like I'm not even over exaggerating. It was hard. Yeah, it is. It it incredibly hard. Incredibly mm-hmm. hard. And I think something that a lot of us don't talk about is that what I found is that I was more than happy to kind of like put Mal's needs on the back burner because I felt bad for Margot. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll you know do tummy time with her. Like obviously, like before anyone comes for me mm-hmm. like basic you know nappy changes and you know cuddles and bottles obviously yeah. but I didn't just want to hold her and sit on the couch I wanted to be doing things with Margot and let her know that I still yes. loved her that is probably the hardest thing as well the mental side of trying to split your love the mum guilt is mm-hmm. real oh when you go from one to two kids and I'm sure it's the same going from two to three mm-hmm. three to four like it's just yeah no I I I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it was easy because it wasn't easy. It's so much easier now. Yeah. But there are days where I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing it today. Yeah. I still find like every week or so I'm like, oh, this is getting a bit a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's just, yeah, not something that I'm going to sit here and say is easy at the start because it's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the next one. Every time I have a free minute, I find myself browsing Facebook, Instagram, or shopping online. How do you guys manage your time to get shit done? We don't. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. Procrastination <laughs> nation right here. Kaylin and I were literally messaging before <laughs> and we were saying how we had to do all this stuff before getting on to the podcast and I was sitting in bed <laughs> contemplating going for a shower and what were you doing, Kaylin, sitting on the lounge? I was sitting on the lounge also <laughs> contemplating going for a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and we ended up getting there in the end and it's now 11.48 at night time and here we are. We plan to here be on here at 9.30. <laughs> so <laughs> we're doing well. We're doing well. This is a new record for us. Mm-hmm. All right. When I was younger, I slept with a guy in the bushes at a party to get over my ex. Later the same night, slept with my ex at the same party. Now 10 years later, married with a baby and he has no idea. <laughs> Oh, that's spicy. Um, I can't say I've been there on the back end of it, but I've definitely been there at the front end of it. I actually wondered if I sent in that message myself when um, you started <laughs> reading it. What do you mean? Girl, I relate. Not to, I mean, I'm not Story married time. to either of them or anything. No, well, I just like, I remember I was at a party once. <laughs> And I was, like, head over heels for this guy. Like, I was so in love with him. Classic 17-year-old Kaylin. I'd fall in love with anyone. Um, <laughs> and I hadn't seen him in a while and he was at the party and I was with this guy. We weren't dating but, like, we were, you know, thinging. I, I mm-hmm. think everyone knows what I mean when you say, like, oh, yeah, we're in a thing. Um, we're a thing. And as soon as I saw that guy, I mean, the other bloke, he was like a little scoundrel anyway. He was like, sleeping around with everyone and I was remaining loyal. And then I Lose, saw him and I please. cried and then I went in, in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a story like that. But and I was crying. <laughs> but, wow, good for you. <laughs> I was crying good saying, I love you, I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. No, it's funny. It's it's not funny, haha. It's funny, weird. (laughs) It's funny, weird. (laughs) Okay, on to the next one. Did you have family members you didn't want near your babies? Because I do. Nope, I set very firm boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the people who know that they're not allowed near my children have not been near my children. So amazing. Sometimes I miss my old life and wish it was just me and my partner. Amen. It's it's a normal feeling. To Absolutely, have. we've all been yeah. there. Totally normal, and don't feel bad for a hot second. Nope, not at all. All right, let's get into the next one. If you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to answer. But does lactation still happen for you, even though you bottle feed? And if so, do you do anything about with it? No. When I got my nipples pierced a couple of weeks ago, though, colostrum sprayed out when the needle went. <laughs> And I'm like four months postpartum. I was like, oh, how'd that get in there? <laughs> <laughs> I still have colostrum leaking out. And I'm like, I really want to get one of those breastfeeding rings and stuff made mm. up because I'd never say I did have breast milk, but um, I must have chucked it out. And so now I've decided that I'm going to try and bring my milk back on to try. Oh, my God. That would be made. so painful, though. I know. I know. But it would be nice to have a keepsake like that, though. She only needs 10 mils, so I think I can get 10 mils out if I just keep trying every night for the next, like, I reckon you can can do it. (laughs) So we'll keep you updated. (laughs) 
Oh, is this podcast a long time thing or just a hobby for you now until you get bored? Um, well, I have gotten bored quite a few times, but I stick it through because I love this stuff. <laughs> yes, we're here for the long time. You run, should see the friend. looks on our faces when we're editing at two o'clock in the morning. We're very bored. Oh, well, I'm usually asleep. <laughs> <laughs> one time, one time. <laughs> twice, actually, twice. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up if you weren't. <laughs> All right, we need more than one episode a week. Look, we're working on the bonus episode. Do you know what I need? I need an extra 15 hours in the day, <laughs> not just the week, in the fucking day. I literally said to I Chloe agree. before we jumped on here, I was like, oh, I also need to go to the toilet because I've been meaning to, like, poop for the last three days. Can confirm I didn't make yeah. it to the toilet. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Here goes another three yeah. days. I missed my window of opportunity. <laughs> I'm sure there's other people out there that are in the exact same boat. It's seriously a thing. Yeah. You don't get to poop. No, it is. You don't get to I poop. I literally said to myself the other morning when I woke up, I was like, I need to do my morning wee. And I think I got to the toilet at around like 1 p.m. Yeah, not vibes. Not saying she doesn't drink water because she drinks water. It's okay, guys. Oh, I am H2O. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, next question. What have you found most challenging – what have you found most challenging thing of being a mum? Remaining consistent with my parenting style, I think. I'll be totally honest. I think that's been the hardest because we all snap and mm-hmm. I think it's extremely unfair on Margot that like for the first half of the day I'll be really patient and like, you know, and then towards the end of the day I just snap and I do feel really bad but that's probably the hardest because regulating your own emotions when you're constantly being touched and poked and slapped and, you know, mom, mom, and the baby's crying, like, it's so, so hard. That's honestly probably the hardest thing for me. Yeah. I think time management's a hard thing for me. Amen. I'm really bad at, like, <laughs> like managing anything. I still leave things, like, if Margot, if we all have to be out of the house at, like, 9.30, you bet your ass I'm mm-hmm. only just still getting us ready at like 9.20. And I know every 100%. time that it's not going to work out the way I want it to, but I just can't stop. <laughs> 100%. I, I agree with that. All right. Your biggest insecurity. Mm. And this isn't an NGL question. This is somebody asking because now NGL tells you if it's NGL. <laughs> um, You go first. <laughs> Currently... It's probably my lower bit of my stomach and you all know the bit that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in my ass, but it does jiggle <laughs> and it is cool to touch. <laughs> it's like squishy. It's so soft. Um, it is. Mine would probably, um, I've got a couple of things that I just hate about myself, which is my chinny chin chin, my little Coraline button chin, and then my bird beak nose, and then my ears. But apart from that, your ears? Yeah, just not vibing with them. And also <laughs> my neck fat. Never asked oh, for it. Elena has a habit of grabbing my neck fat. I know, it's rude. <laughs> She thinks it's okay to grab my insecurities. Margot, literally, anytime that there's even a slither of stomach showing in any of my yep. outfits, she pulls out my stomach and just plays with it. And I think that is just so rude. Well, Amara just rubs it and says, baby. Oh, when Margot used to do bitch. that, I would panic, <laughs> like panic. Oh, yeah, because isn't it if um, 
your toddler or someone senses something, like says that, then you're pregnant. Like, isn't isn't that the thing? Yeah. Or they go on the head. Yeah, they like go on they the go head. Upside down. Margot actually did that, and then I I actually posted it in the mummy's room. I'll have to double check what date it was, but then I found out I was pregnant not long after. Yeah. Scary. I feel like it wasn't much That's longer scary. after. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to double check that. <laughs> All right. The most embarrassing thing you've ever done. I'm going to have to think about this one. We might have to come back to this. Yeah, me too. Let's, yeah, because we'll come back. I actually need to think about that. A, a, a big part of my life is just a big embarrassment, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure where to go. All right, let's find the next one. I've lost where I'm up to, so we're having a bit of um technical difficulties. All right, here we go. I was so sick during my first trimester and constantly vomiting that I was hoping for a miscarriage. I've actually seen so many people say this in the hyperemesis group that I was in on Facebook. And I would, I, I won't lie that that thought probably cro- crossed my mind at like the eight week mark of Mallory's pregnancy because I was like on, I was on death's doorstep. Like it was awful. I was so sick. I can't say it's something that I ever thought on more than once, but. Yeah, definitely, definitely crossed my mind. It was just like something that like crossed your mind. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. you know what? If I wasn't pregnant right now, then I could do things with Margot. I could get my ass off of this couch. I was literally like crawling around the house because <laughs> I was so sick. I have a friend who has it at the moment. She hasn't announced her pregnancy yet, but um, she has it really bad and she is so sick. Yeah. She can't go to work. She can't do anything. Like it's just it – is- it's so hard to see her like that. I never experienced it. Like I didn't vomit at all during any pregnancy oh, so lucky. apart from when I got food poisoning from a fucking hot dog at Costco. But, <laughs> um, you know, I never experienced it. So I don't really know I about I really it. thought that with Margot I was like really unwell. But realistically I had quite a textbook pregnancy with Margot in terms of morning sickness because it started at around six weeks and ended just after 12 weeks. So I didn't really yeah. think it could get much worse than that. But, oh, my God, I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Like I would open no. up my bedroom door in the mornings and the change of air smell would make me vomit. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. No, that's horrible. All right, next one is listening to Chloe's story about the Morena now. I just wanted to share my mum's story. My mum had the Morena five years Five years later, they couldn't find it. She went in many times to get it removed and still nothing. It ended up being expired by three years and now she has stage three cervical cancer. Holy shit. Fuck. That's fucked. I am so sorry. So I'm confused. Did they find it? Because did they find it? Oh, my God. And did they say that that's what caused it? I'm so I'm confused. But you poor thing. Wow. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah. Poor thing. That's horrible. That is. That's fucking awful. What the fuck? Fuck these fucking birth control shit things. They're a piece of shit. Thoughts on co-sleeping with your bubbers? Look, you got to do it. You got to do it. I have no hate towards it at all. Yeah, I really. I've done it. Yeah, I really can't be bothered judging anyone else for their parenting Mm -hmm. choices, to be completely honest with you. It takes a lot of energy. You want to co-sleep? You co-sleep. Like, it just. I'm currently co-sleeping with Mallory because she's sick and it scares me the way that she wakes up, like, choking and coughing. So she sleeps next to me and, yeah, (laughs) that's how it goes. All right, next question. 
You three beautiful, actually, it's not a question. You three beautiful ladies make this cruel world seem a little less lonely. I truly thank you for the amazing environment you have created. My heart. Oh, that kind of made me feel a little bit better Aww. about my whole fucking TikTok being deleted. Because <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm in a mood. But that was really She's lovely. In a mood. Thank you so much. This one. This one grinds my gears. I'm already saying it. Thoughts on people saying my baby to your baby. I hate it. I hate oh. it. Kate, I'm looking at you. <laughs> just do not say it. <laughs> I just, I I don't know. Luke hates it as well. We both just don't like it. You could it. literally like, be like at the end of the day. my bestest friend in the entire world and you say that and I'm like, mm. it's like the mum ick. Yeah. I get the mum ick. I'm like, get away from me. Yes. Yes, literally. It's just I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. All right. I'm happily engaged in brackets male. But I okay, so she is happily engaged to a male, but I slight regret not exploring with females. I look at my best friend sexually a lot, wondering if she would ever explore with me as she has been with females before. I feel so guilty about it. I don't think there's anything to feel guilty about. It's a natural You're allowed to be attracted to other people. Yeah, of course. Just as long as you're not acting on it within the marriage or engaged <laughs> sorry. Engagement, I guess. I've realized everything I do is to make other people happy. I want to do something to make myself happy too, but I don't know what it is that makes me happy other than my kids. I don't have friends since having kids, don't have hobbies. I really don't know what to do with myself. I think this is something that so many um, Mm -hmm. other parents can relate to. So you're definitely not alone. And it's something that I think we're both trying to explore ourselves as well. Yeah. It's a hard one because yeah. it's easy for us to be like, oh, just maybe go and do this or go and do that. But I feel like just taking a moment for yourself, think back on what you used to enjoy. And I think like joining mum groups and like getting out there going to mum catch-ups and stuff, like I've made so many friends. I lost a lot of friends since having babies, but I've made so many more mm-hmm. friends through my children as well. And it's great. Like we do mum nights and it's fantastic. I love that. Have you ever worried about your partner cheating on you? No. Nah. He wouldn't dare because I'd punch him in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this one's a bit bit of a small passive aggressiveness at you, Kaylin. Okay, lay it on me. Would would Kaylin consider keeping her Insta or TikTok for mum life only? That's why I followed her, but it seems 70% mental health now, which is great, but not why most follow her with love. I did not know. Passive aggressive love. I did not know that this person <laughs> speaks for most of my followers. Um, <laughs> this actually really annoys me. I'll be totally honest because mm-hmm. people change and people evolve and people grow. And first yeah. of all, it goes back to I don't. I feel like whatever I post of my children, it just gets criticized in one way or another. Like I don't like sitting there and reading messages upon messages calling me a child exploiter. But also mental health is so important to me and I know that quite a few people follow me for that reason as well. So Mm -hmm. you get the best of both worlds. (laughs) (laughs) I do understand that specifically on my TikTok, all I've really been uploading lately is medication videos. Well, I was before it got fucking banned. But um, that's literally just because I'm, I'm trying to balance everything and I do have so many video ideas in my mind but it's just actually 
getting like 10 minutes of silence without a screaming child Mm -hmm. next to me to actually do them. So all I ask for is your patience, but also there's nothing wrong with unfollowing me if you feel that I'm not meeting your your needs anymore in terms of content like there is and that's not a dig at all that's a genuine like it's okay to unfollow um because I am going to continue posting mental health and I'm going to start posting more you know self-love stuff and finding yourself Mm -hmm. after being a mom and I'm going to post a little bit of child stuff and I'm going to put you know like because it's my little bit everything yeah uh, it's it's my page and motherhood is the, the title of the podcast it's more than motherhood I'm more than just a mom and part of um, getting back to my uh, more than just a mum version is branching out into other things that interest me. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, this one is: I am being made to feel guilty by people for being a stay-at-home mum of two kids who are not exactly toddlers anymore, but young still. You know what? Fuck those people. You do what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Why do people feel the need to have a, a bloody opinion? It's just rude, to be honest. If you're in a position to be able to be a stay-at-home parent. I'm all for it. Oh, no. We have now reached the end of the podcast today. Once again, we do want to apologize for the delay in this episode. Guys, sometimes shit just happens. But we will see you for a bonus episode as well as our usual Monday episode next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give us a rating. It really helps us out. We appreciate all of your support and we can't wait to hear your feedback on today's episode.